to the fifth episode of the Collegiate Cornell Podcast, hosted by Jagger Piper and Corey Riddle. Corey, how's your week been, man? Uh, it's been pretty good week. You know, just had Labor Day weekend off at classes. Heck yeah. So, I don't think we've had an episode since we started back to school, man. Have you, have you been able to fit some time in to play some cornhole? Uh, that's about all I've been doing. I haven't really been doing my homework. I've been like, you know, I'm just here at college for cornhole stuff. So yeah. I'm not here for school no more. Yeah, I mean, at this point, let's just see how it is. It's just a way that we can compete on the collegiate level without having to, you know, prove any identity or anything. It's just it's just a way to not have to not have to play at the pro level. Yeah, like everybody I, I see people on campus are like, Are you the cornhole guy? And I'm like, No, not that's not me. <laughs> yeah. So we're joined today with uh, Mr. Riley Richmond from Cumberland's University, same as Mr. Corey here. So tell us how you got into the sport of cornhole. Okay, so, um, well, I've always played in, like, barbecues and family get-togethers and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I got into competitive cornhole. Um, I was got home from school one day, came home from campus, and uh, a buddy that used to go to school with us at Cumberland, he uh, – his name's Thaddeus. He uh, he asked if I wanted to go play in an intramural cornhole tournament. So I was like, well, yeah, cornhole's fun. And then uh, I was like, yeah, we'll go try. To, I think it was for like a gift card or something. I was like, yeah, we'll go try to win some uh, gift card for food or whatever. So I get over there, and there's these nice boards and two-sided bags. And I'm like, dude, what is going on? You know, and then uh, we throw, and we ended up winning. Thaddeus and I ended up winning the tournament. So uh, – they pull us off. To, that's how I met Corey. Corey pulled us off to the side and was like, uh, you boys want to play uh, collegiate cornhole? And I was like, are you for real? Like, there's collegiate cornhole, you know? And, uh, <laughs> he said, yeah, man, we uh, we started a club and we travel around and play in tournaments. And uh, I said, well, heck yeah. I mean, it gives me something to compete at. So now we're here. That's pretty awesome. So the moral of the story is, is that you went to this intramural tournament. You probably beat up on Corey a little bit, beat him, yeah. and and he was like, "Well, crap! I if he's gonna beat me, I might as well have him join our club." <laughs> they they said I was right. too good. They wouldn't let me play in that tournament, so uh, I just had yeah. to step back and watch. Oh, you know? oh yeah, I just had That's to. What he wants you to think? <laughs> I, I was running a tournament, and I just sat back and I was like, I was I was low key recruiting. Everybody's like, "Oh yeah, let's win this Taco Bell gift card," and I was like, "He's pretty good." Let's ask him to play. Hey, that Taco <laughs> Bell did smack up. <laughs> so we're going to fast forward a little bit. So what, what year was that that you officially joined the uh, Cumberland's Cornell Club? So um, I believe it was when the tournament was, it was right when they got back from college nationals our freshman year. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really get into it until I started playing a little bit that summer. And then the next uh, – fall when we got back to campus our sophomore year was when I really started getting into it so I've been playing for I guess it's right at two years now coming up sweet that's pretty awesome so so you prepare all that fall and you make a run at nationals and you run into a very handsome looking guy um at nationals (laughs) that started beating you I was up I'm saying I don't know. It was it's a ten round rounders. Uh, it was at six Nationals. or eight points, and anyway. I was up six or eight points in like round number seven, and 
I just start falling apart and Riley comes back and beats me. And I yeah. didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do. He was throwing his characters and he just, he would just hit his air mails and everything. I, I didn't know. I never see yeah. a comeback <laughs> around. I'm like struggling. That. See, dude, I didn't win a game the whole time down there that I wasn't down at least five. That's crazy. I didn't lead in the first half of the game the whole time. But <laughs> that's the ran problem with the Luther Slusher. That was a that was a problem. So he ended up beating me. Couldn't come back yeah. on him. But. That's the problem with our team chemistry. We like let people get ten points ahead, and they're like, "Oh yeah, hey, let's just make a comeback now." Then we'll decide to play. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. we'll get down ten, and then we played at this uh, one tournament over Tomahawks, which uh, place that they play cornhole out a lot. We were down like nineteen to nothing. I was like, "Oh yeah, let's just make a comeback now," and then we ended up winning that game. Hey man, down nineteen to zero, came back and won. That's quite wild, nineteen zero comeback. I've yeah. I've seen a twenty to zero comeback before, and those are even crazier. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, we just got to look at Jordan Power and Mark Richards and them. So exactly, you just exactly. got to find that place, dude. Lock in. So speaking, of another comeback. Did you guys watch uh, the Pro Shootout Championship? Did not. You did not watch I didn't the either. Pro. Sh- Oh my god. We were in Louisville. We were in Louisville. Yeah, I played in that pro qualifier in Louisville. I oh. got invited to go play in that. So So oh you got invited to go play in that. So how'd you do? Not good. <laughs> Did not go well. I heard not, some stories about this. A, yeah. Uh boards played super, super quick, and I don't do very well with that. So I kinda like to throw it low and hard. And couldn't find an airmail, so it didn't matter what I did. Corey was really talk, talking up this whole time, been telling me he's going to play in the pro qualifier. He's he's gonna he's gonna go make it, man. And all I hear is you throw him four PPRs when you get Dude, up there. Was, <laughs> look, man, I, you can ask anybody. I've been playing. I was playing good for the last two weeks leading up to it, and uh, I don't know. I think I think it was a little bit of uh, nerves. Kind of got into it a little bit. But I don't know. Because I, I, I threw I, good warming up and everything. And then as soon as the tournament started, it was just like a switch in my head. He was throwing at least eight almost every time warming up. And then, like, all of a sudden, <laughs> he just like the board started playing super fast. The other ones were playing super sticky. And it was like, yeah, was, man. He was, was too worried about. He was too worried about throwing it like long and going off the back. He started throwing everything short or he thought super. He'd hit the bottom and up the board to go. Yeah. And when I say fast, dude. I switched to surefires, and if you missed like half an inch left or right, it was gone off the back of the board. There was no keeping it on the board. You Dang. almost needed like some, uh, local 450s. Like it's like a one and a ten. Yes, dude. That's what you need. Je- Jekyll and slides. Oh yeah, yeah. the Vikings. Zero. I was playing Vikings, and it was literally playing fast. Dang. Yeah. So I have yeah, got no room to talk. I I have got the same issue when I show up to a big tournament. I'll be like, I can play good, and then I throw god awful. It's upsetting. See, the thing is, usually the bigger the tournament I go to, the better I play. But like when we went to that Louisville Open, I went off, and we made a run and uh, almost made tier one. But it was just something about Sunday I couldn't couldn't find it. But it's whatever. So I need this to happen again here in a couple months when we go and play no, at the no Myrtle sir. Beach. It's just so well, we found our bag. We found just, our bag today too. So we're locked yeah. in. If we if we do that, then I'm probably gonna quit cornhole and never go back. 
<laughs> Stick to golf. Yeah. I'm just going to, uh, I guess, ask the college if I can start playing football again or something. I don't know. Does your college have football? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, I, I joined it. I got a scholarship here for football. I was a long snapper. Really? Yeah. I was a long huh. snapper. See, that's that's another uh, thing that I forgot to mention. Yeah, I uh, I had a pretty good scholarship offer to pay, play baseball here at Cumberland. And then, uh, really? Had some had some shoulder issues and uh, didn't end up working out. But that's how I ran into Cornhole. See, if I would have taken my baseball stuff, I would have never started yeah. playing Cornhole. Yeah. So, so crazy small world. So – so why did you stop playing uh, football, Corey? Um, it was a busy, busy schedule, dude. Like you would go to practice at three, get done at six, and then by the time you get your food and go to bed and take a shower and do your homework, you're up to twelve o'clock doing homework. By the time you get everything done, mm-hmm. and then sometimes you'd have to like we had mandatory breakfast. We had to wake up at, like six thirty, go eat breakfast, and if you missed breakfast, then you had to like literally lay down on your belly and roll the whole field. <laughs> so, right, and I'm not the morning person, so, but I it wasn't that bad. But like being a long snapper, like you're only special teams. That's it. You ain't going out there yeah. for defense or anything. So, I had a guy that was in front of me. He was like number 19 in the nation when he came into school. He was a senior. I was like, okay, you know, next year I'll start. Well, they were like, they were talking to one of the seniors that was, he was like, hey, you need to come back and be a fifth year because we don't have a long snapper. And I was like, well, you know what? If I'm not the long snapper, I'm just going to take my academic scholarship and play cornhole 24 7. So that's, I just need a cornhole scholarship. I'm working on it now. So you went from waking <laughs> up to eat breakfast at 6 30 to waking up and playing cornhole at 6 30 and having to stay up till midnight because of that. Doing homework. Oh yeah. No, I still play cornhole to twelve thirty. I don't quit. <laughs> Corey, did you, tell him? you just throw homework Corey, out the window. That. I really do. <laughs> I had a. I think I had like a couple missing assignments because uh, I went to Louisville for cornhole and didn't do my homework. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This man is. literally rode with me to Louisville and didn't do his homework, but <laughs> didn't even play. Him, just rode up there. Yeah. Tell him about the. Uh, Cornhole out, cornhole hours. In, so in the dorm, at my dorm, I got a big lobby. It got a, it got a roof of like probably fifteen foot, if not more. Like you can easily play cornhole all day in there, right? Well, Riley gets out of class, and uh, he gets out at what ten fifty? Yeah, and except on Tuesdays. So he gets out five of, on Tuesday. He gets out of class, and he's like, "Hey, man, you want to play cornhole? I need to practice stuff." I was like, "Yeah, me too. I need to practice a lot too." So we get together and we start practicing in my lobby because like everybody should be at class at twelve o'clock, right? Well, so we start throwing it like around, you know, maybe eleven thirty to twelve o'clock. We'll start getting ready to set up, playing all that. Well, we would play from like twelve to seven or something like that all day, and then uh, we did that for like two weeks. And then about the end of the second week, they're like, "Hey, man, you can't be playing cornhole anymore. You're waking people up at twelve o'clock, dude. At twelve o'clock." Yes, and if you're still asleep at twelve o'clock, you need to wake up. Yes, like, come if on, they're dude. asleep at twelve, someone needs to go knock on their door and just and tell them, them to wake them up. Anyway, so, it's so we, you know, they're like, "Oh, you can't play here." And then the next day, we come in and they literally give. Uh, they're like, "Okay, well, you can play cornhole from twelve to six. That's what time we played, anyways. Twelve to six. <laughs> yeah, there's the literally, time literally didn't change." There's posters on each side of the lobby. It says, attention, people, cornhole hours are 12 to 6. 
Yeah, you see res lots. <laughs> at at yeah. least they let you have it for that long. I mean, and do you I mean, do you ever have people stop by and want to play? Yeah, mm-hmm. a couple. That's awesome. But like a lot of people that like they'll walk by and about the time they walk by, it's the time I have a row shot or something. I throw the row shot and they're like, "Yeah, I don't want to play." And I'm like, <laughs> they're like walking there and they're like, "Never yeah. mind, I'm gonna go over here." Or AML drag or something like that. And I'm like, "Uh, yeah, how are we supposed to play with that?" And I'm like, "Come on, just play." Man, like, we were stroking okay. today though. All right, we got There's a this- groove today. There's this one kid in there, like he's actually pretty good. Like I was like, "Hey man, come over and play with me." He said, "Nah, y'all beat me." But we finally convinced him to. I finally convinced him to play one game with me. He literally hit an and two, and his bag was flat. And his bag was flat. He was airmailing it. Slot. I was like, "Dude, why don't you just come play with us more?" He's like, "I'm not that good." And I'm like, "Okay, just tell me somebody yeah. else who ain't that good." Yeah, there's some shooters over here, dude. You just can't get them to play. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It's so dumb. What? They're You're just, like, like, naturally good, and they're just like, eh, I don't really want to. Yes. Like, yes. I practice for hours to be like that. and then Yeah. Like, one of the guys that's on our team, his name's James. Like, last year, I had emails. I had posters. I, I put them in every dorm. I had emails sent out every week for club meeting. I had an Instagram. We had TikTok, Facebook. Anything you could reach out to a college student, we, we did that. Well, this kid does not show up all year long until, like, Maybe March. We had a tournament for uh, it was for a gift card. Yeah, dude. I Shows threw a up. nine and a half PPR, and the kid beat me. Whew. Never seen him before in my whole life. Never Whew. seen him. He shows up. He has kill shots. Yeah. I'm like, okay, if you're in college and you have your own bags, yeah. you have to be. You have to like cornhole a little bit, and you have to be halfway decent. So he plays everybody, whoops everybody. We fought each other. I beat him the first game, and then. Championship game, he came back and beat me, and I had the whole club rooting against me, rooting for him. <laughs> Dad, go. Yeah, it was awesome. He beat me twenty-one to nineteen, dude. I averaged a nine and a half, and the kid beat. Dad, come. Yeah, he's he's nasty, dude. And that was his first time playing. Just shows up, like, yeah, I'm this good. Shows and has up. he been back? Has he came back? He plays now. Yeah. Dad, gum. It. Is he? Yeah, he's coming with us. Is who's number one in y'all's club right now? Depends on who's hot. Depends on how the board's playing and if they're mad at each other. Yeah. Yeah. It could be it me. Really, it could be Riley. It could be Jane. It could even be Erica, or it could be Cole. You just Cole. Yeah. You, you never know. Like, like consistently, um, like. I think I can probably beat almost everybody every time, but James, like, they, dude, if he's hot, his airmail, he's like, he thinks he's Matt Guy, bro. I'm being serious. He will Listen have a board, bag. <laughs> He'll have a bag. And he will literally be like, and I could land on the board and slide in, or now nah, I'm just going to airmail airmail every time. He's throwing me under the bus real quick. I know. He's like, he's like, who's Riley? Like, yeah, this man, guy, like, this guy, don't, this like guy's I irrelevant. you all the time. Yeah. He's irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to say I'm number one. I'm going to say I'm the number one. Okay. Uh, I'm since, I'm Corey, since Corey rode with me to Louisville to watch me play instead of playing, oh. you know, he, could, he, he wasn't yeah. good enough to make it. Yeah, hey, I'm, hey. De- I'm definitely the I'm definitely the number one though. Hey, and what, one thing he can say is at least I didn't drive to Louisville to throw a four PPR. <laughs> it, was, hey, it was a five. Thank you. It was a five. But, uh, <laughs> uh, but like. Now, you just, like, come and watch a game, and you'll see who's better. 
like you can you can see who can adapt to a board quicker than that's probably me you know have it's have like, you guys have you guys live streamed any of y'all stuff no, no i think i want to but it's just like so do you guys have like club meetings like where you, you run like a, a blind draw or something mm-hmm. yeah every wednesday so, so we'll do so, one tomorrow and do you have a facebook page yeah live stream i want to watch it okay okay yeah. I, I, I want to watch. Like it. I want at least want to watch the championship. And and you guys, you guys need to follow our Facebook group too. And okay. And I'll I'll try to live stream ours tomorrow too and see who. Okay. Well, here, here's nice. the thing: we'll live stream the championship, and then we'll also live stream a game with just me and Riley. Okay. Sounds okay. good. Okay. And we'll yeah, put nice. we'll put number one player at the club. So okay, we'll see. Yeah. The time. Oh, you yeah. can watch it. Yeah. So the the thing, the real thing about it is. If Corey's getting his block down, that's the major thing. Like, if he don't get his block down, I beat him. But if he gets his block down, he beats me. Because mm. bag for bag, I'm better. But he likes that dirty style, and he's definitely better at that that uh, that style than I am. So, See, that's the problem with me and my whole, like, travel team. Like, everybody with me wants to throw bag for bag or throw a little cut bag or throw, like, summarize or surefires or something that's going to slide pretty decent. And then he got me over here. It's like, give me the stickiest bags you can possibly give me, and I'm going to find a way to make it work. I yeah. can't do it, man. And then uh, everybody, like Riley, he'll throw the bag, and it'll go off to the side, or it'll stop, or it'll, it'll ring around the hole or something. Everybody else just can't get it up there. And I'm like, give me that bag. And I'll just throw it perfectly in there. And I'm like, i got to find somebody to play with me. Mm-hmm. I just got to find that bag <laughs> to play with Riley. We found a bag day, though, that I think is going to – and I never thought, dude. I never thought about it. But there, I think it's going to be. Do we want to keep it a secret, or are we going to we going to announce not, it for it? Jagger, I mean, Jagger knows. Hey, listen. There's no secrets on this podcast. Logan Chamberlain <laughs> announced who he was playing pro with before he even played the world championship. Yep. And it's the craziest thing ever because I never thought we would. Uh, it's, a, it's a bag I hate. I legitimately yeah, hate it. He does bags. not like them. Now, but we now were throwing them so good today, though. You better watch it, at Corey. I mean, you're you're Mr. BG man. If it's not a it's not a BG, you better watch it. <laughs> I know, man. That's the problem. It's somebody, my partner. He can't throw BG. I don't know what's wrong with him though. I can't throw carpet very I, well. I mean, so. I'm just based off the information I've heard in the past. I don't know, thirty minutes. I mean, I just think you're just not that good, Riley. I mean, you went, you threw a five. <laughs> you can't throw carpet. Hey. I mean, hey, I I mean beat, apparently Corey look, can beat you every time. Look, I beat Jagger. That's all that matters. Oh, oh. Oh, okay. One and oh. One and oh against Jagger. <laughs> that was that was Jagger of winter of twenty twenty one. Now I am like about ten times better than I was then. I can tell you that. Uh, buddy. But I, I'm sure you I'm sure you're better too. I mean how I mean, you you would say a pro qualifier. I mean, come on now. Yeah, but then I suck. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's cool though, because if I would have qualified, I wouldn't have been allowed to play college. So, yeah, he's like, "You think I'm gonna make it?" And I said, "Uh, I hope you don't." No, <laughs> no. Yeah, Corey was rooting against me, man. <laughs> I was like, he gets in the championship game. I'm going over and like kicking the board sideways or something. That way, yeah. I have a partner, you know. God bless. Dude, so my shoulders gonna... give me so many problems. I got KT tape on my arm when I'm throwing now. 
Jeez. You're, you're, you're taking it real serious. You're putting the tape on. You're going to do the I'm cupping now, too. Next yeah, is the uh, favorite, yeah. Next is the ACL Pros. Uh, Secret is Adderall. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. All those. Have you have, have you seen the uh the yeah. the things about it like the articles and stuff saying people using yes. Adderall and stuff? Oh my god, dude! Everybody's gonna be on speed at the college nationals, I guess. <laughs> Adderall's bad in college, so I look out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what what's the bag announcement, guys? Come on. Oh god. Rental typhoon. Yeah. You're throwing Five a typhoon. Yeah. I even asked Five you that foods. earlier. I, I even asked you that earlier. You're like, you're like, well, it's it's. I mean, it's not a Viking, but it's okay. And I was like, all right. The rental typhoon, dude. See, I got them for Christmas. Never threw them, dude. And then I was like mad at my samurais. So I just <laughs> and the only thing that I hadn't thrown in a while was a typhoon. So I picked them up, dude, and we were stroking today. Mm. No idea. Well, he's like, "Hey, can you, you think you can roll these?" And I said, "You give me anything, I'm still gonna roll that." <laughs> yeah, I actually yeah, threw a typhoon. Good, so. I threw a typhoon last Friday for a little while, and it felt like a chunky surefire. Yeah, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It feels like a chunky but surefire. It his honestly aren't that chunky. That I don't think they're that chunky. I really don't. Hmm. They're kind we, of. They're we kind needed of, something that like would fit both of our styles so yeah. i can slide them and i can do my little cut shot with them and uh slick sides quick enough so yeah uh and he can roll them block and all that stuff so it's about perfect yeah i'm not a bag for bag guy i'm a fancy guy well Living you never know crazy shots you guys yeah. you guys could completely change by the time you get down to myrtle beach too who knows very possible He's hoping. Gotta, make, he's hoping. Make characters legal again. <laughs> make characters legal. <laughs> no. But another bag that I did throw at the uh, the tournament up in Louisville that I did find that was pretty nice were the uh, Big Daddy yes. Carnages. Yes, those are yes. nice. I've I've thrown those before, and th- they just weren't my bag, man. I don't know what it was. I just I just they were kind of okay. Listen, if I grab a bag and there is a blocker and I can roll it, I'm like okay with it, but not mm-hmm. no game changer. There, I would never in my life be okay with a game changer. I've I've never been okay with a game changer either. Hard pass. I can't throw a fast bag, dude. You give me a fast bag, game over. <laughs> it's a guarantee, L. <laughs> so, like the I mean, shapeshifter, dude. All right, there's no way in the world I'm keeping those on the board. It sounds like I need to. If I end up playing you guys, it'd be it'd be hilarious if we end up having to play each other for real. And I hope rounders. we do. That that'd be so funny. No, uh, honestly, here's what's gonna I think, happen. I think I I think I just BS the whole time and I wouldn't throw very good. Here's what's gonna happen: finals, it's finals on broadcast oh, or the no. championship. We're gonna oh, be on no. there like, "Hey Jagger, remember that time you said this?" And then we're just gonna start laughing. We're not even gonna play the game. It's just gonna I be know. like a backyard barbecue game. <laughs> well, dude, so. If, so, okay. if the ACL does it right, they will try to make that happen because that would be the best TV because it'd just be us sitting out there laughing, yeah. just having a yes. good time, drinking just, a beer. Okay, just like, so. Cutting up jokes, yeah. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so uh, if we make it to the finals, we got to do the last five rounds, airmails only. I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. Let's go. Just for the TV, man. <laughs> airmails only. 
last five rounds. Can you imagine? They'd be like, what is this? And we're just like, we're, we're just chunking we're it. like a two PPR. We're like, <laughs> so, so we, like the whole rounders and the whole bracket play, we're throwing like eights and tens and stuff like this. And we're like, you know, rolling, sliding everything in. And first five rounds, we're like, oh. Okay, let's just buckle down. Fair We're like ten to ten to eight or ten to ten. We're like, oh, this this is a good game right here. Next thing, two two. Airmail's only. <laughs> we just make sure it's tied after five. So oh if whoever's God. up has to let the other person score. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, we'll eat the bag. Like I'm not throwing it. They're like, there's nothing on the yeah. board. Just I'm not throwing it. I'm sorry, I'm not throwing it. We're like, oh my arm. <laughs> Try to cover the spread on DraftKings. <laughs> like Bernie, I'm just trying to cover the spread, man. <laughs> yeah, dude, come on. We got a side bet on this. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> here's what we're, here's what we got to do. It's like like right before it's about to start, like first round, we all four just like if it's singles or doubles, we all four or two walk to the middle. We just start out a hundred dollar bill in the middle of the court. Said this is moving, <laughs> and we just walk back and just. Just watch. Have the, have the cameras or, just pan over every time. It's just like this is what they're playing for. <laughs> I'll tell you what, dude. Round nine, we got to make sure it's tied, and then we go call timeout. Rock paper scissors. Whoever wins, rock paper scissors. You go win. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be that'd be awesome. Just be like, oh, it'd be great. Everybody's like, ready? Best two out of three, and it's like. Oh, there it is. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors for a Collegiate Cornell champions. My rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> that'd be hilarious. Yeah. I, so. I, I I hope, I hope, I really hope that they would bring back the Pro-Am, how they did it in 2020, because it'd be, it'd be sick, because I want to get, like, us three on there and try to see, just mess around. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Dude, it would be what, great. You imagine what, how many viewers they would have on TV if we got on there. <laughs> what what pro would you want to play with that would be like fun to play with? Eric Davis. Nate Stevens. <laughs> Eric Davis. Nate Stevens, baby. See Ben Brown. Nate. Ben Brown. Oh. Ben God. Brown. That's what they need to do. They need to get all their former collegiate players. Absolutely. And Dude, that would be a great idea. Play with current. That's it, man. That is it. Like Blaine awesome. Roser, Austin Scobom, Ben yeah. Brown, Kobe. Brown. I, I pick Kobe. I pick Kobe. That's not even fair, man. Come on now. That's Kobe. I'm taking hey, Kobe. Whatever. Dude, we had them beat down there in doubles. And ask Corey how big he I, choked. I, I should have been the pro here. <laughs> I should have been the pro, you know. All right, so, so here's my problem. Is that we really figured it out today, too. So I'll be throwing gas. I'll be throwing like eight or ten. Like today I was throwing like ten and a half, and I'd be like, ah, right, here we go. Yeah, he throws a two. Yeah, I throw a two. <laughs> That's what kills me every time. Gives up like ten points. You're like, yeah. I'm not going to miss a bag. And then at front boards. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah. So, That's me, dude, literally. Rod's like, here, I got you right here. We're not missing another bag. First one off to the left, next one off front to the board. right. Front board, then airmail D. <laughs> yeah. So, have you yeah, ever guys notorious hat throw? Have you guys ever heard of uh, Daddy Games? No. Oh, so, we're not doing that. We're not. Oh, wait, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. So if you, I'll explain it. So if you lose, it, you have to call the other person Daddy. You gotta call the other person Daddy. And so 
me and my my buddy Peyton, we were playing. Uh, his name's Art Brown. He's out of Oklahoma, and uh, he's super good player. And um, well, I was just messing around just because I wanted to play him because I I got I can learn from him just playing against somebody that plays as good as he does. And yeah. so, so we were throwing, and I got I just got beat up on. I was like, I gotta call Art Daddy now. He's like, Well, we'll do a double or nothing. And so if I win, you gotta call me Super Big Daddy, and then. And then I lost again, and so it just kept going. So I, I got called like Super Big Daddy or something like that. But my friend Peyton, that was playing there, we ended up playing, um, playing each other. I'm like, you want to play a daddy game, me and you? He's like, yeah, let's do it. And I ran him up. I'm still up on him three games. He's got to, he's got to call me Super Big Daddy. And I hope he <laughs> listens to this because every time I see him, I'm like, what's my name? He's like. Dog, that's expired now. I'm like, no, it's not. You have to beat me to let, let it go. No, man. dude, he has to beat you three times because you're that's three That's what up I'm saying. It. That's what I'm saying. He's got to yes. beat me three times. Thank you. I'm going to send this to him after we post this and say, go to minute whatever because I've got proof right here that he has to call me that until he beats me. Yep. That's, that's just to. how it works, dude. It should, it, I mean, it'd like, be the same way if I lost to him. You can't make a bet and give up on it. Exactly. Right, dude. Exactly. Like, you make a bet, it don't matter what it is. Dude, have you seen some of the crazy punishments that they do for fantasy football? They're awesome, man. Setting in oh the uh, little house for 24 hours or whatever. Yes. And he he, uh, he had to eat a pancake, and it took, like, so much time off of his – how much time he had left. So, the dude in uh, – he's going to have to end up eating, like, 50 pancakes. <laughs> Whoever loses. I saw one. It was a guy standing on the side of the road, like at an intersection, with a sign, wearing a princess dress. It says, "No money needed. I just suck at fantasy football." Like can't stand out there for <laughs> like great. five hours. That's I great. That's pretty cool. Yeah. But so, here's yeah, my idea: dude. is if if we make it to the finals, it's got to be a daddy game. It's not a money game. It's a daddy game. <laughs> and then when you get your interview at the end, you have to broadcast it to the world that it was a daddy game. <laughs> Like, like we got to be – because we're going to be mocked up. We'd be like, well, this right here is for the daddy game. And they're going to be like, he said this is for what? Yeah. <laughs> I know. And so then whoever after, wins – whoever after, wins, the loser has to come into the interview with the winner and yes. call him daddy. Yes, that's exactly so, what's got to happen. Yeah, that, that's our bet. So All it's right. like, if Corey, like, if I lose you, Corey, you better wake me up and be like, What's going on? <laughs> yeah. What's going game. on, Daddy? <laughs> What's going on, Daddy? Oh my yeah. God! But in all wow. serious note, though, dude, we have four dudes that can win it down there. Like, I, I we got some we have, throwers. I think we had the same thing up here, man. I I think it's going to be a good year. I I think it's going to be yeah. even a higher level play than it was last year. Because, I mean, there's some killers, man. Yeah. Um, five of your top guys last year, they're they're gone, and however many of them went pro. So mm-hmm. I think you got Ben Brown, Kobe Catanza, Logan Chamberlain. Um, who else? Nick Moore gone? graduated. Nick Moore, Taylor Cathy. Um, the it's, one that had the the one that had the backward Ben Landon Crabtree, his partner mm-hmm. graduated. They ain't gonna he won't be there. Does uh um? Dalton I know Brett Burke. Dalton Herrera will be there. He is a senior this year. Is Brett Berg? They they are still up at uh, Texas A and M, so they they'll be a good team as well. Yeah, te- uh, Texas A and M will be a decent team. 
I don't know if having Logan's going to hurt them, though. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Somebody I don't know pick if... up the slack, though. Those dudes are tough. Yeah. yeah, they got they got a good club down there. They got a good bro, and they you know they got a good view in. So Zach Owens and uh, Jake Branning, they're oh, going. Davenport the, too. Chandler Davenport and Garrison Chandler's Miles. still there. I think. I think yeah, they're still I, there. I think Is they're Garrison? still there too. I think so. Yes. Yeah. That they'll be a good team. But well. it, uh, Jake, Jake and Zach done? Or are they coming back or what? I don't know. I think they're done. I'm pretty sure they were seniors. I, I, I kind of thought that they were too, but yeah, I'm pretty sure they were. And then there's no the big question. Is, we're running it up, Corey. Yep. <laughs> I mean, you, you got to get past me first. I mean, we be seeing all of them. them. That's oh, yeah. Yeah. We be seeing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So. But I think it's definitely going to be a good year. I think we need to try to get the, uh, like you said, the pro-am with the college players, like previous college players. I think that's a good idea. That's a great idea. Like, it's a good idea. I think, I mean, I don't know how it would do or not, but I I think it'd be a good experience for the people that's there. I agree. But how do you determine who gets to play with them is what I'm saying. Maybe the, maybe your council guys get to play with them. Yeah, I think so. That's what it was the first, the first time was, uh, yeah, the council guys. Cool. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I think it's going to be a hard thing to do. But, you know, here's the thing, though. It's like there's already a bunch of pros done there because they have that U.S. Open every year. Mm-hmm. So, there's already exactly. going to be pros done. So, like, I think even if we can't get the college players in, I think we should try to do the program again. Mm-hmm. And it, it doesn't even really have to be broadcasted either. Like, I think it could just be Facebook Live or the ACL yeah. Live. And just – I think it would be a good experience. Yes. I, I think it's cool to kind of put, like, an amateur – and a pro together or like a college player and a pro together. I, I think it's a cool thing to do. And I think it I think it would make for a fun watching experience. I mean you, that's you, a good learning experience too. A, a good the, exactly. A good experience overall really. I mean you can exactly. you, you get to see right. You get to see how professional plays, you know. Yeah. You don't get and to see that every day. It could be our version of Super Hole is what it is. Like, Riley yeah. gets to see a professional yeah. play every day when he plays with me, but like, he, up, dude. <laughs> I'd, love, I'd love to see. Look, dude, I would love to see my win loss against you because we def- went for I'm like four months and you did not beat me. But now he hardly ever beats me because he can't handle a block. Whatever, dude. Hey, so, so when I play Riley again, I need to Jagger, look a block. when he blocked me, my airmail is it's coming, son. Well, it was. It was 50-50 because the first five rounds, I mean, it didn't matter. <laughs> and then the hey, last five rounds, it just found, found the hole. Hey. It doesn't matter unless you find it. If you find matters. it in the last one, it's all that matters. Yeah. Yep. That's but. true. So, how's – uh, Well, I'm learning how to play a blog, so. Yeah. How's your uh, club coming along, though, Jagger? Good, man. Well, I'm, I, I mean, we're even bigger. I mean, we were the biggest last year, and I, we're even bigger this year, man. We've got – You've got at least half our people that are are here or bet like are at least the half the people that we have this semester are new, and really? a lot of those people are showing up with previous skill too. We've got one freshman that's joined that I think is probably in the top eight as of right now in our club, which is saying something because our our play base player base last year was pretty solid, and him being able to crack up in there, I mean. He's he's pretty decent, and, and and he's a freshman, so we'll have him for four years too. That's right. awesome. Are you um are you all planning on bringing eight people again, or how are you going to do that? So we're looking at it, and 
we might try to take 12 this year the the way it's been sounding um because we have enough players to fill yeah we we have enough players to fill uh that third that third spot and the third spot would be kind of like it'd be they're kind of like decent players that they'll get a good experience there and then our top team i think will be a really good chance at least winning that that top team bracket um when it comes to the team event and then that, that second team i think will be a good good um team as well to compete for it as well uh, our top eight is pretty solid well right now we have five so that's it hey at least you got a team this year right we had a team last year we had a oh, team last year yeah did, we had did, well we had a team but there wasn't a team you would want to have but we had a team yeah we did, just didn't really have a I mean, we had some solid people, but we weren't as solid as we needed to be to really mm-hmm. compete. Think, this I year, we a, definitely are. Yeah, I think a big mistake a lot of people make when they're going down to college national is they play once to every month, and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm good. I don't have to practice. And then they go down there, and they you know, they don't do as good as they want to do, and then they get discouraged, and then they don't come back. I think that's a big problem. I think a big thing we need to do is spread the – you know, you got to practice a little bit. And, and- – we're living really? by that, man. We we're practicing a lot. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I've been throwing almost every day. I didn't throw today, and I was kind of upset about it. But um, I mean, and a big part of that being able to have that practice to have people to practice with and forming those clubs because a lot of those people that show up to the nationals, they don't have clubs. They just come as individuals. So right. I think I think a big part of that is for making those clubs. Yes, I, I agree. I agree. Um, it's we I mean, had my, a great showing first week, didn't we, Corey? Yeah, we had like twenty or twenty-five people, something like that, show up. I think it and was it, like twenty-four in the bracket. We had, you know, we had a so couple freshmen showing up, and then, you know, we had the one and only Caden Allen there because he, he lives in oh yeah around, so he shows up and he, you know, I think, but that's a good thing too. Is like we have a couple pros within thirty minutes of us. Mm-hmm. So we can, you know, we play against them in the blind draws. We play against them in locals. We play, you know, regionals, all that. Like, we have a pretty strong region here. Like, we have, like, last year we had Jimmy McGuffin and Greg Geary come down. Uh, we had Damon Dennis. No, not Damon. We had Corey Morrison and uh, Philip Hayden. Uh, Nate Steven, Dakota Saley. Uh, like, so we have, a, you know, we have a pretty good region around here that people show up to. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's pretty great. It's a I good think, thing. I'll, go ahead. I was say, I, I I think it's great that you guys have that many pros to come and really show people what that high level of high level con competition actually looks like. And uh, also, I forgot uh, Jordan Langworthy, which he's not. He doesn't play a whole lot anymore. But I think he's actually starting to give classes now. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. We got the experience and talent around us. We just got to go to that talent and practice against them. And playing against that level, I mean, you're going to lose quite often, but that makes it makes you better, you know. It does. You're going to play to your competition most of the time. Mm-hmm. So. And here's the thing, you know, it's like, you know, I mentioned, like, you know, joking around earlier saying I was a pro, but I was going to say this and I forgot to say it. But, um, like, for me, I'm going to step out and try to get a bag that's probably unreachable and you, you shouldn't really be trying to chase it. But when you play against them, you see, like, their shot selection, and you see, like, I just need to be down the middle or just try to clip that bag and bring it back in. Don't worry.
worry about it too much. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big thing. Is like we play against our competition and watch and learn. Like shot selection. Shot selection is the biggest thing. Yes, I mean that. That's one thing I've learned just playing with some of the guys here in Oklahoma. It's like I'll ask them, like, what What do I need to improve on? And they'll they'll tell me, it's like, just shot selection. I mean, that's ninety percent of it because you know you can make. Uh, like, I mean, you can airmail, like, say you're a 40% airmail guy. They, I mean, you're still 60% of it you're going to miss or not hit exactly where you want to. And it's like just knowing your risk, the level of risk and what you're taking. There's yeah, a lot of that's it. That's our big problem. Most mm-hmm. definitely. Yeah, Corey and I, we, uh, we don't see eye to eye sometimes when it comes to certain shots. I'm like, I'm like, hey, let me step out three feet and double bag, uh, get the two bag collect here. And Riley's like, no. Just I'm, like, no. I'm like, no. I'm like, we just go up the middle and take our ten and go on. Exactly. You know? It's like, it's like, well, <laughs> if I make this shot, <laughs> yes, we get six points. Yeah, but points. I'm like, but I'm if like, I but miss if the shot, get the we one only in get your hand. But if you just take the one in your hand and put it in, we still get four. Exactly. You know? That's how it is. I'm like, it's a thing that I've been working on. I've been really working on doing this too. Like, if we're just messing around and trying to do and practice and just throw stuff, I'll try to get the stupid shot. But like, I've been trying to, you know, listen to my partner, listen and, and see what he wants, you know, and try to go off that and try not to do stupid. Our, uh, our communication has gotten a lot better. Yeah. So that's a big thing. And especially in a 10 round game, dude, like, we're going to have to play at college nationals. Taking that mm-hmm. four points instead of going for the crazy six spot, it's, that's a big deal. Yeah. In a 10 round game, one bad bag can bite you. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And I wish, I wish it wasn't a 10, like uh, the pro shot where it's 10 rounds. I think a lot of games, if you go the full 21 points, it would be different. It's a, it's a world of difference if you go 21. Mm-hmm. If, uh, I think if you ask a lot of people, and especially Corey, he was watching. I think if we would have uh, played to twenty-one, I think I would have came back and beat uh, Slusher down mm-hmm. there because I just ran out of time. I ran out of time. I got myself in a hole and couldn't make it out of it. Yep. But, and I think another thing, uh, cornhole is the most mental sport you can play. Almost. Like. It is. Like, you know, in the barbecue area, you, you're out there, you're just having fun. If you shoot an ammo, you miss it, oh, I'll laugh about it, mm-hmm. you know. But, like, when you start playing competitively and you know that you can push that bag right up the middle, that's in the middle of the board, and you know you can push that, and you miss that off to the left of the inch, it just, it, it just drives you crazy. Exactly. And whenever I, you only have, what is it, if you're in singles, it's 40 bags. 40 bags. And if you're in doubles, it's 20 bags. Yes. Every bag is so important. important in the other so important yes every bag's a big bag i told him today we were practicing i said listen guys i said i'm gonna set up a cancel appointment and we're gonna have anger management for cornhole okay <laughs> i said well, we gotta go to therapy for this we gotta get okay. it figured out can i can i come to that that those sessions i need it <laughs> yeah yeah anybody's welcome yeah they like like all of my hat bills are uh, either like dented in the front or they're like completely busted because I just <laughs> yeah, but I dude I, I do the hat throw and it's like a hundred percent of the time when I do the hat throw I come back and I make the next bag. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I, do the same I don't thing. understand. <laughs> I know I do the same exact thing. I'll just take my hat and I'll be like 
I just sling it across the room. I'm like, what was that? And then I come back and I'll throw like a 10 or 12. It's like, look out, look out. Riley gotten really bad about it. He used to not get so mad at himself, but like here recently, he getting really mad. Like, but like our other guy named Cole, if he misses a bag, the bag about to get busted. It's in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> like he, James, he, gets, he just punches stuff. Yeah. <laughs> James gets mad at punching stuff. And I'm just like thinking, what if we get down there and to make it into a bag and James just go, just start punching some punches him right in the face. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I get mad at myself too, but like, I don't. I try not to throw my bags, and I try not to distract the other person. It's but if just I'm a, again, if it's I, just the hard not to, you know, because you know you can play at a certain level, and then mm-hmm. you do something, you miss a shot that you know you should hit a hundred percent of the time. I know I can throw and my four. If I throw a three, I'm like so mad. Mm-hmm. I know. I know yes, I can throw dude. a four. If I throw a three, I'm mad about it. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> I know I can throw a five, but when I throw that four, dude, it just. <laughs> me <up>. <laughs> <laughs> it's like i need that one point okay yeah. give me the five yeah yeah for but, hey Corey's nickname is four four because that's what he averaged in doubles down there last year it ain't Ooh. now no, it ain't no more <laughs> it ain't four no four more. baby <laughs> we're gonna redeem Man. ourselves this year Riley PPR may be high, but I'm scoring a lot more of the points because I got that dirty style. You got a DPR higher? Yes, for sure. Yeah. See, um, our our game plan is that I'm just going to hold my guy and then Corey's just going to roll all over the other person and we're going to score. Riley Riley might have an eight PPR and I might have a five, but my DPR is going to be like a three. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) Like That's the plan anyways. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Hey, and I've been thinking of like the game in like different ways, and like I'm, every bag in my hand, I'm like, the more bags I put in, like in the hole, the more like it's harder for them to score because I'm automatically canceling out that many points. Uh-huh. If that makes sense, I, I think of it in different ways too. So it's like if I'm score, if I'm at least throwing a nine, the max they can score is a three. Like, and the, right. I mean. You might get a couple threes scored on you. Somebody, there's gonna be some people down there that can throw some twelve, but they're not gonna average a twelve. That's for sure. No, no. I, I, I think, I think probably, I don't know. I'm trying to think of what the max PPR is gonna be down at Myrtle Beach. Last year, Nine I'm pretty five. sure Kobe and Ben Brown had the max PPR. I would say, and I think they threw like a nine nine five low yep. eights. Like it was in between the eight. To a nine five. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody threw higher than a ten. I think it was like eight to nine. Probably, five. probably in individual games, they probably threw higher. But on average, they probably had like a mid nine. Yes, yes. That's and what I, I was telling Corey, dude. I... Go ahead, Jack. No, go. I would say that that's definitely attainable by anybody's throw. That. Sure. Yeah, but uh, I was telling Corey. I said I think uh, I think if we can go down there in doubles and both of us throw in the eight, eight and a half range, I think that's plenty enough to make a run. It is. Especially if you've got two guys that can consistently throw an eight or an eight and a mm-hmm. half, there's not many people that are going to be there that are going to be yeah. able to consistently beat that. My my goal is to throw at least a seven with like a point DPR at least. A point to two point DPR. That's my goal. Positive DPR, man. That's all that matters. Yep. Yep, that's exactly right. See, you, you can watch the uh, – 
that around the ACL with Mike Morton, when he he comes on there, he does a little segment called Morton Corner, and like he, every time he comes on, he's talking about stats, and he's talking him and Anthony Allen like they talk about which is important DPR or PPR, but like you look at Eric Davis in a pro shootout, he might throw a seven PPR, but his opponent's throwing a five because he got a two DPR. Mm-hmm. So like it, it it I don't know both is important really. But it just depends on who you're playing. Like, for me, like I said, I'm a dirty style player. So if I throw a, a PPR of a seven, but I have a point and a half DPR, you're not mm-hmm. going to beat me that way. Yep. It makes it a lot but more like, difficult. But, like, if you go right. play Riley and you both are throwing eights and you have a, a point two DPR, anybody can beat you at that point with a point two DPR, you know. Yeah, I mean, obviously, if you put if you throw if you're throwing twelves, nobody's going to beat you. But, if you, I mean, if you throw them all in a hole, you're not going to lose. But. That becomes a long, drawn-out game. We ain't Matt guy. You know? Yeah, and none of us are Matt guy or Mark Richards. So nope. <laughs> yeah, I think it's just two two styles of playing and the differences and how to, how to win the game. But I mean, think about this too, though. Look at who won. Uh, look who was in a pro shootout, and was Matt guy or Mark Richards in the pro shootout for singles? That's because they go back for back. Now look at Eric Davis, Ryan Smith, uh, Al Charles. They all they all play the dirty style kind of. Well, jo- Josh Holland was in there, and Josh he, Holland was in there. Yeah, but Josh just gets hot, and it, if Josh is hot, nobody beating him. Which that's anybody. But like, I mean, you look at the majority. You have Jamie Graham. He can play the dirty style if he has to. Yet Ryan Smith, he plays the dirty style. Eric Davis plays the dirty style. Uh, Alex Ross, he can play the dirty style if you have to. He's like mm-hmm. blocking and pushing through. Uh, who else was in there? Uh, Frank, but that, that's called find a way Frank. He just, you know, uh, was. And then, like, you look at doubles, you had Eric Davis and Brett Guy. Brett Guy was dirty up the board and on the airmail. Eric Rose, uh, Noah Wooten, and Ron, uh, Ryan Winter, you know. So, like, I think the dirty style game is like if you're accurate with it and you can do it consistently. It's definitely the way to go. I mean, look at last year, you know, uh, Kobe Catanza, he won with the, you know, dirty style play in singles. Mm-hmm. Exactly right. Especially in a 10-round format. Because if I throw because... an eight and you throw a six because you can't get around that block, I mean, you throw four on because you can't airmail, you can't get around that block. That's a four-point round for me every time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just the way I see it. Like my, I think the DPR is more important. Yep. For sure. It's for sure more important. Depending on your style of play. Well, I think we'll go ahead and wrap, wrap this thing up. Thank you, Riley, for c- coming on with us. Thank you for listening to, us, to putting up with us, getting giving you crap, and uh, oh, having yeah. to deal with uh, Anytime, God, God's can get the cornhole Corey Rit Riddle over here. So, <laughs> hey, all well. I got to say is we be seeing you.